Hi, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for the Revelstoke Mountaineer podcast. Find us on iTunes and add us to your podcast feed to keep up with what's happening in Revelstoke. And find more about our podcasts online at revelstokemountaineer.com. Following controversy surrounding a development application on the airport bench area south of Revelstoke late last year, Revelstoke's local food initiative hosted an information session on the Provincial Agricultural Land Commission on April 4th. Melissa Hemphill is a board member on the Revelstoke's local food initiative. She explains what the evening presentation was about. Melissa, tell me about the presentation tonight. So tonight's presentation was uh, by Martin Collins, who's with the Agricultural Land Commission. And he presented about how the ALC, or Agricultural Land Commission, works, their processes, their priorities, what the non-farmland permitted uses are, farmland permitted uses, those sorts of things, and, and the processes for trying to get land excluded or, or protected um, and we talked about things like, you know, how do we as a community have a voice about our local agriculture? Uh, what are the types of things that are opportunities in the area? We don't have much agriculture here right now. So what are the sorts of things that we need to be thinking about when, when we're talking about developing that? So in terms of the LFI, obviously, uh, by putting on this event tonight, you're interested in the issue. What sort of things are you guys interested in and, and what next steps are you taking uh, uh, with respect to the ALC, ALCLR? Well, I think the Local Food Initiative is recognized as a bit of a community voice for food and, and growing and using food. Um, and so we wanted to have an opportunity for our community to enhance its learning about the ALR and how we can use that information for good long-term decision making. Um, so this was just an information gathering event so that we could all learn together. Well, I think one of the great things that comes out of doing events like this where we get a bunch of folks in a room talking about agriculture that it opens up all kinds of other doors. So I had somebody approach me that they might have some land that they're looking for community members to use for free, that there might be an opportunity for uh, a nonprofit organization to buy some land for community use. So I think in, in coming out in the public and, and creating a stage for these conversations that it just creates the opportunity for our land or our food production scene to grow. And so I think it's important to have these sorts of events. Martin Collins gave the presentation in Revelstoke. Collins is the Director of Policy and Planning for the Agricultural Land Commission. He spoke to a crowd of about 30 about the land reserve, which was created in the early 1970s to preserve agricultural land under pressure from urban development. Martin, tell me about the presentation today. Well, I was invited up by your um, LFI Institute they, uh, for, for local farm farming and uh, they asked if I'd explain the Agricultural Land Reserve and the Agricultural Land Commission so I agreed to do so. So we came up and gave a half an hour and question and answer afterwards. So Agricultural Land Commission for somebody you know most people uh, who've lived in the province their whole life have background in this but for those who are maybe new to agricultural issues uh, Agricultural Land Commission 101 uh, what is it? The Agricultural Land Commission is an administrative tribunal, tribunal appointed by the province of BC to administer the Agricultural Land Reserve which is a a zone in which farming is the primary use and where non-farm uses are restricted. So the commission is, consists of 18 commissioners and a chair, six regional panels, three commissioners on each uh, panel, and then there's an executive oversight committee that deal with specific issues. 
recently the development pressure has led to in Revelstoke a public controversy um, that you know sort of got into the ALR and what it's all about and this is mostly in the airport area. How does the uh, ALC and the Agricultural Land Reserve come into play uh, in these types of uh, situations? Well there's two ways we can come into play. One of them is through the individual landowner application process. So an individual landowner who's interested in uh, undertaking subdivision or non-farm uses that are not permitted by the Act or the regulation will approach us through an application process individually. Uh, the panel that's responsible for this area, which is the Okanagan panel, will adjudicate on it and render a decision. So that's the way a landowner can approach us. If a community wants to approach the Commission, uh, the best way is through the official community plan process. And that process is a community plan process where they vision uh, where they want to grow as a community and how they want their de community to develop. As far as I understand, there's two communities here. There's the Regional District Electoral Area around the airport, and there's the City of Revelstoke north of the airport. So I understand that there was some concerns, confusion, uncertainty over who would administer this area, and that's the jury's still out on that. But ultimately, the ALR, whether it's inside the electoral area or inside the city, is administered by the Agricultural Land Commission guided by its mandate to preserve farmland and encourage farming. Since the development of Revelstoke Mountain Resort, the, the properties south of the airport, which used to be you know, primarily agricultural, have, they're facing pressure right now. Um, the values are up. How does this market values affect viability for agriculture? We don't usually worry in the Agricultural Land Commission about market value for farmland. I think in our presentation I, I focused on the fact that most valuation of farmland is driven by residential pressures anyway. So the agricultural value is often a small portion of the residential value because every farm, every farm parcel gets a house. So if people are seeking a home, they might seek it on two acres or five acres or ten acres, but essentially they sometimes just seek a home. They're not looking for an agricultural uh, property. For those farmers that are seeking farm properties at a low value, it's often difficult to find them in a high value area like near a resort. So it is a problem. Um, the province has never put any mechanisms in place to deal with valuing of land. It hasn't stopped agriculture from occurring on lands throughout the province that are high value and certainly higher or equal value to the Revelstoke ALRs. Okay, I'm going to ask you a bit of a crystal ball question, and you know I'm cognizant of the fact that you know you're a staff member and you're not a, a not a political appointee uh, on the commission. But when you see other communities that have faced similar situations like Revelstoke, what are we like to, likely to see in the coming years as it relates to the Agricultural Land Commission? For example, you know specifically I'm talking about the creation of a new resort community that has you know increased the values of properties in this area and and and, and as I was talking about earlier, put some pressure on uh, the agricultural uses. You know, 10, 15, 20, 25 years out, you know, wh what are we likely to see out there? Depends how visionary you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think a visionary community likes to keep its options open for all types of land uses and imagining urbanization throughout the entire Upper Columbia, south of Revelstoke to the Arrow Lake area, maybe seems a little narrow, but it's certainly something that the Commission will engage with with the community to discuss where they want to go and how they want to develop. And uh, so beyond that, I can't really speak for the Commission. Uh, but I do know some communities have very little ALR and they, keep, they hang on to it very tightly and others not so much. So it's hard to say how Revelstoke will respond to their ALR and how the ALC will respond to Revelstoke. 
Uh, one of the questions that was asked in the forum today, I thought it was a good one, is, you know, th there was talk about the commission and their appointees and, you know, all the bureaucracy that governs how this works. What about everyday people um, who are concerned with these issues? How does somebody get involved in, in uh, helping shape the decisions that are me being made around agriculture as, as it relates to the ALR and the ALC? Well, there's nonprofit ways in which this community just showed an example of how they brought the provincial agency responsible for farming and the opportunity to speak and engage and interact with those those people that are the decision makers. Uh, there's a local government process where communities or people who are interested in farming can seek to be elected on councils to drive forward their issues and visions for agriculture in a community. And then there's the direct method where local uh, citizens who are farmers and interested in this can apply to be on the Agricultural Land Commission through the board resourcing process in Victoria. One of the things that I heard uh, you, you say today is that, to your awareness, there's not a lot of agricultural use south of the airport. Like there's uh, some, I think you said there's some horses here or there. I know way down south there's the, the Greenslide Organic Farm. Uh, but uh, how, how does the fact that currently there isn't a lot of agricultural use in the ALR affect decision-making uh, by the Commission? Fundamentally, it shouldn't really change the Commission's perspective on anything because the Commission is in here for the long haul. The fact that land isn't used for now doesn't mean it can't be used later. And our goal is to maintain a reserve for the future, for the long, long haul, 100, 200, 300 years. Ultimately, it doesn't make any difference to the Commission whether the land is used or not today. Certainly lands that haven't been used in the past are now used today. And that's the goal of the Land Commission is to keep these lands for that potential use in the future. Talking about potential f uh, use in the future, after the um, meeting today, you were having a chat with some people. I was listening in, and you were talking about how uh, the crops are changing, markets are changing, uh, people are, are finding ways to grow crops that fit into uh, geographic areas. Revelstoke is, is traditionally bound by it being somewhat of a cold climate, but uh, lots of snow, short, short growing season. Uh, do you see, looking way out into the future, some opportunities on the the horizon for growing new crops there and if so what kind of things well climate change is looming in the horizon so we're seeing you know shorter winters longer opportunities for growing season i don't think that anytime soon grapes are going to be growing up in the upper columbia but uh, i think there's opportunities from other regions of the world uh, for berry crops uh, certainly a high high-end resorts have higher different kind of demand for food and the opportunity to have nearby food grown by local producers is an, is an opportunity for the resort in, in, uh, in Revelstoke. So I think there's lots of opportunities. The world is changing both climatically and uh, socially, and I think Revelstoke's on the edge of that. And who knows what the future might hold for the ALR. Maybe we'll see lots of high-value crops being grown for the resort and for people who come to visit it. Martin, thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Martin Collins is the Director of Policy and Planning for the Agricultural Land Commission. Thanks for listening to the Revelstoke Mountaineer podcast, and please find us on iTunes and add us to your podcast feed. Thanks.